0: Come take my hand.
1: Good evening, good evening, Dominica, good evening to the Caribbean region, and good evening to the rest of the world. And welcome back to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. I hope that you're enjoying the beginning of a wonderful week, that you have great plans for this week. You have your goals all lined up, and you have your plans for getting ahead on those goals. As we look at the calendar, we see that today is November 16th, so we are in the middle of November. I'm sure that you already have plans for Thanksgiving if you're up here in the U.S. that you have plans for the Thanksgiving holiday, which is next week. As for me and my family, we'll be taking a short weekend trip to South Carolina to just enjoy some rest and relaxation. So I hope that you have great plans for the week. I hope the weather is wonderful in your area and that you're looking forward to get energized with our program this evening. So again, welcome. Welcome to the program. We also we always like to get the program started off on a note of gratitude. And this is so important, especially when we hear of yet another death of a young lady in Dominica. So, if you've been tuned into the local media in Dominica, you would have heard that a young lady by the name of Miss Nadine Laville um, died. She was an employee of the Credit Union. So, of course, we send out condolences to her relatives and friend. And you know, those instant instances just remind us to be grateful for life. It looks like you know we've made it to November. We're still here. We're still alive and kicking. So, we always want to remember to find a thing or two to be grateful each and every day. So again, welcome to the program. You're locked into Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. And we have a packed hour for you. Uh, This evening, our episode, our interview, as a matter of fact, will be with the Dominica Institute of Customer Service. So last week, we had the honor of having, uh, the Dominica Institute of Customer Service, uh, join us. Mrs. Labad did an excellent job with telling us what they're doing to try to improve customer service in Dominica. Because there again, we saw two examples with, you know, the whole incident with the young lady getting arrested for trying to travel with four crabbacks and yet another incident where a nurse Came in through the ports via boat. She was fully vaccinated, but she experienced quite some. Uh, turmoil from the customs officer. So we have a lot of a long way to go. We have a long way to go with regards to improving customer service in Dominica. So I thought I would share this particular interview with you that Mrs. Natasha Labad joined us via our Facebook live um, last week. And of course if I am unable to play the entire interview, don't forget you can always jump on my YouTube channel which is pushpast P-U-S-H-P-A-S D the number 10 on YouTube for all the interviews that we hear on this program. So I'm always sure to include the video portion of the entire interview on Push Pass 10 on Facebook. So again, welcome on board. Don't forget this time is a reminder of the important life goals that we are supposed to be working on. So remember to do something today, this week, this month, uh, to further your goal um, this week as the year comes to an end. So again, we are here, we are ready to go, and I thought we would get started off this uh, Tuesday with King Dice, a song entitled Dekali. As we know in Dominica, Decale means to destroy. And yes, we are already in the Calypso spirit. (laughs) I don't think it's too early to start uh, Calypso. So we will go ahead and play this one from King Dice Decale as we get the program started. And of course, stay tuned until the end of the program to find out all the wonderful programming that we have coming up for you. So enjoy this number, King Dice Decale, as we get the program started.
0: Have a special niche market for reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This tourist comes once every five years, election season. When they come, they come to stay for a day or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Dominica diaspora, they call a crew. They know their self. They don't really care. They don't come to spend. They just come to make sure. Just sisters and brothers live in what? worlds of Tantem mm-hmm. Like they come to DeGalay mama Degale, papa DeGalay De or economy Like they want DeGalay 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 Oh democracy But God love our country And eventually individually yeah. And take a look at the bumps, i a look at the to see RSS declare war on us, Roscoe Barbados and parts of people still taking blows, is that they want, and then when they done, to do their dirty work, they return, to whence they come from, as if it's a home
1: To pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID 19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Burdue Financial Services be your guide in this ever changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864 607 1361. That number again 864 607 1361. Badui Financial Services Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Get in here, get in here. Uh, You definitely do not want to miss our our conversation this evening because we are talking about customer service in Dominica. So today we are joined by Mrs. Natasha Labad from the Dominica Institute of Customer Service. And she's going to tell us all about the important work that she and her organization are doing to help promote and improve customer service in Dominica. So, you know, here at Push Fast End, we continue to grow from strength to strength. And as of today, our current Audience is about twenty-three thousand seven hundred and fifty-three visitors in the last fifty, in the last thirty days, actually in the last month. And you know, I want to uh, first of all, uh, you know, share the love. Congratulations to us, because like everyone on the Facebook Live, we continue to share the Facebook Live videos, and that is how we have been able to grow. So I especially wanted to mention the number this evening because I wanted to take a minute just to thank you, to thank everyone who sees the value in what we do with regards to promoting uh, Dominica, promoting our people, promoting our businesses, and promoting our culture. So come on in, come on in. Don't forget to share the live. Uh, Don't forget to to tag someone and let them know that we are here. If this is your first time joining us, I am Simone Matthew and we invite you to like and follow Push Past 10 as we continue this important book. So again, today we're talking about customer service in Dominica with the Dominica Institute of Customer Service. So let us give a warm welcome to Mrs. Natasha Labad, as we invite her to join the program. Good evening, Natasha, how are you?
2: I'm very well, thank you, Simone. Thank you for having me on Push Past 10 and congratulations on your milestone.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. And of course, we also wanna thank our sponsors who make our programming possible. So we wanna thank TDN Radio, as well as Badui Financial Services for all the support that uh, they provide to ensure that we are able to connect with our audience around the world um, and do the important work that we do. So we saw two uh, very examples of what we might consider not the best customer service in Dominica. We had one at the airport, that whole crab bag for you know crab bags uh, you know, and the, the debacle that resulted from that, as well as the incident recently on the port with a nurse who had been vaccinated. So I think that it is very timely that we are having this conversation tonight as we continue to explore how we can improve in terms of customer service. So I see we have a number of Folks coming in already so come on in don't forget to tell us where you're joining us from and don't forget to share the live so natasha let's just go ahead and jump right into the conversation while you tell us who you are where you're from and your role with um, the institute
2: okay so thank you again simone i am currently the president of the dominica institute of customer service actually i am I'm president and founder, and the Institute is a nonprofit membership based organization whose focus is to advocate for service and quality service. And we are on an ambitious mission to transform the service culture. I'm here in Dominica, and that transformation um, should be in line with our economic development goals, and the uh, focus of the government to make Dominica dynamic. Dominica, and we truly believe that the peoples of the Caribbean, and particularly Dominica, um, we are in a very unique situation where we. Uh, in a very beautiful island, and in the Caribbean, we have a lot going for us, fun, sun, and so we wanted to be able to inspire a new generation of uh, what we would call service worker, um, persons with a positive service worker attitude, and so this is the focus of the Institute of Customer Service. Um, we know it's an ambitious undertaking, but we are very genuine and authentic in our desire for that transformation. And here I am to talk about service.
1: Yes, excellent. So just kind of tell us when the the Institute began and, you know, some challenges you may have faced um, in the beginning trying to get the Institute off the ground.
2: Okay. So actually the Institute was formally registered in October of 2018. 2019 was the formal registration um, of the Institute. And um, we continue um, to push the bar in terms of what persons expect um, as it regards, you know, campaigning and advocating for quality customer service and making customer service a core business principle. Um, we have been largely had positive reactions from the general public, Um, some reactions of surprise, some reactions of disbelief. Um, And of course, with everything, um, yes, you may have some persons who will clap for you. You also have a situation where there are persons who may not always believe in the vision or the mission um, or even the, the, the idea that service and customer service should even be uh core focus um, at this time so um we have had our full share of <laughs> um reactions and comments and feedback as to the fact that well hold up so dominica actually has an institute of customer service and for all that has happened before all that's happening now and all that is to come the institute has kind of adopted all of the responsibility of the state of customer service in Dominica. So Simon, as you can imagine, we have our work really cut out for us.
1: Yes, and I'm just curious why there was this sense of disbelief. Is, that, is it because people didn't think we needed a customer service institute or do they think that it's not going to improve customer service in Dominica?
2: I think it's um, more um, because a lot of companies feel that they have good customer service um and contrary to the belief that they have they they may feel that they have good customer service customers actually feel that customer service doesn't actually exist so there's like a disconnect as to what the customers believe is the actual state of customer service and the companies, um, what they believe as to what the state of customer service in Dominica really is. So there's that. And then the second thing is, well, if you all are into the business of customer service, we are not doing a good job and you all are sucking at your task. And so for an organization that is really just about two, two years old, we have taken on all of the responsibility now for the state of customer service. So Natasha, if I have a, I, I, people forward me links and videos and articles and comments all the time. Um, and that is to say that Natasha, this is now your responsibility. This is your baby. It's broken. Girl, you need to fix it. So We, we, I think um, people's reactions are, tend to be that if there is something that's not working, then we share that responsibility. And I should say that although customer service and the culture of customer service should be everybody's business, now that we have this ambitious focus and we've brought the spotlight, persons really want to see that transformation. So...
1: Yeah, excellent, excellent. And speaking of which, we have a, a number of people joining us already. We have Annette Phillip, Dave Bertrand, Glenda Schillingford, Snapper Laura. So thank you guys, thank you for being here um, as we discuss customer service. And we want to hear your experiences, good and bad. We want to hear what have been your experiences and how we can improve on customer service uh, in Dominicas. Because you know, we know as uh, Dominica and the Caribbean region by extension, we are service-based industries, right? So just about every sector in our economies rely on good customer service. So, so you know, that is what we are discussing this evening. So just kind of tell us about, you know, the goals, the objectives of the uh, organization.
2: Okay, so the, the, the first thing is that we have this underlying um, vision of transformation. And that transformation really um, is as it relates to the state of customer service um, in Dominica, so within the private sector, within the public sector, we really want to have a service revolution. And that service revolution speaks to not only the customer service experiences, but from a more strategic standpoint, having a situation where organizations begin to transition um, into the belief that they can achieve excellence by making customer service a core focus. And so that calls for um, capacities for not only frontline managers, but also for executives and uh, supervisors and owners of organizations um, to be um, of the mindset that we need to give our employees, um, our people the big picture view. And what is the picture? big picture view? It is that the customer is right, and the customer is boss, and not some of the time, but all of the times. And, and it, we'll talk about that. I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to explore that. But the idea really is that we have seen that in this 21st century, particularly the experience that we're having now with the global pandemic and the fact that we have very quickly in dominica had to get into the internet of things even whilst we have had to be socially distanced from our customers we are now competing with businesses that we may not have thought that would have been direct competitors and so it calls for us to be a lot more dynamic to be able to tease the dollar you know from you know or spending, you know, public, our customers and people have choice. And sometimes we may be of the mindset or the, the feeling that, uh, well, we're the only one offering a specific service. But for how long will that, you know, situation, um, you know, continue where people, Provide a bad service because they are of the opinion that where well, you don't have a choice, anyways. I <laughs> mm-hmm. speak to the manager. Well, I'm the manager. <laughs> oh, I hate
1: that. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going well, to speak to the, the manager. And then they're like, I'm the that's manager.
2: <laughs> blink, blink. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that's the idea yeah. that we. That's what the transformation speaks to. And then it's to empower a new generation of service workers with the concept um, that um, service worker attitudes tend to be what's really missing so people may be competent but when you speak about competence and competent being competent and having competency then that's a little bit different which a lot of people don't always realize that you know when you do a job it's not just about the knowledge it's also about the skills that you have and then it's the attitude that you bring and that combines to make you know for competency and sometimes we may not always have competency and so The objectives really is to inspire and empower a new generation of young persons with service worker attitudes that can really help us accelerate and take advantage of um, all of the opportunities that development, um, globalization and, you know, increasing in increases in interconnectivity will present to us. Yes, excellent.
1: And you mentioned Dynamic Dominica. Is there um, government support for what you're doing in any way?
2: No, there isn't. At this point in time, there isn't um, any direct um, financial support as, as for example, persons ask, are we a government agency? So no, we're not. We are independent, um, You know, non-profit organization, membership-based. But we realize that our role really is to support the government and to in support the economy and um at the moment the government has this very big focus on making Dominica more dynamic and so one of the things that we have what are, one of the uh, roles of every good corporate citizen is to be useful. And so we are in the service of Dominica. And so we want to ensure that we can support some of the development goals, which is to really make Dominica that more marketable, to make Dominica truly that island that can attract investment. And so if that is the message that is being put out there, particularly after Hurricane Maria, particularly after the devastation that we've seen. And now with the COVID having locked down so many of our sectors, we really need to think about how are we going to mobilize the developing sectors or those areas that are key development sectors. And I think one of the ways that we can do that is to begin with that principle of service so yeah
1: it's 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 truly unfortunate but you you know we get quite a few um visitors and viewers on this platform so i'm hoping that um someone from the government will view this program recognize the importance in terms of what you're doing and provide that support so so i'm just curious how were you able to convince
2: clients to come on board so sorry i just had some noise in my my background so um i mean I, I think that for every, every startup, there's always this initial period of engagement where you engage clients in the private and public sector. And um, I do know that we have had some of our public sector agencies actually connect with us to provide training and support um, and the advocacy and the campaign that um, work that we have been doing. So we put out some skits which are, um, you know, advocacy work, trying to show, you know, what we don't want and how we, you, you can, you know, do it um, in terms of getting that message across that the customer is boss. And that's something that um, from a cultural perspective, we have been very independent and we, sometimes we feel like it's a wrong or right issue and so the campaigning of um, trying to get that message across that it's not a, about whether the customer is right or wrong, but just having that big picture view, you know, it's a mantra to remind us and to give us perspective. And so so those early day um, campaigns um, and videos that went out really helped to, you know, spur, you know, excitement and activity. And mm-hmm. then we also had the service um awards and despite having to um pull um back on the um activities that were initially proposed because of the protocols in place for social gathering we still were able to utilize social media um to be able to highlight what we believe to be service exemplars and and that is individuals and organizations who will making a difference and trying to put out um, customer service standards that were um, consistent with best practice and international standards. And so that uh, work of focusing those, what we call exemplars of service excellence, really um, sort of pivoted interests, you know, and cause persons to, you know, want to, you know, connect um, and join the Service Nation Movement. And we've been putting out that campaign, you can join the Service Nation Movement. So joining the Service Nation Movement means deciding that we're going to take an organizational stance that we're going to do our part to support the Institute in this ambitious, you know, transformation. And the more partners we have come on board, the the a lot the possibilities are endless. and so um, that's really how we, we we you know to answer your question, that's really how we started drumming up. The interest was by creating our movement and it's called the service Nation movement. Yeah, well,
1: congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. And we see we have quite a few comments and questions coming in on the Facebook Live. I promise we're going to take your questions and comments in just a little bit. But I just want to get some of the information um, that we need to know about this institute, this organization. And we are joined today by Mrs. Natasha Labad, And she's telling us all about customer service in Dominica and the Dominica Institute of Customer Service. So now, Natasha, you mentioned that this is a a membership-based organization
2: can you tell us about your membership so yes our membership are service professionals who work and live in dominica they work in the private and public sector they are persons who are frontline employees who are executives some of these persons um simply want to be able to create a pocket of excellence um, that starts you know right where they are um and to be able to transform you know people's attitudes and impressions as to what is possible and i think sometimes when we encounter great quality customer service in dominica it can be such an experience of like oh my god where have you been all my life thank you i appreciate you and um the membership um really have been encouraged to see this as a journey to personal excellence and we believe that companies are looking for persons who can help them you know solve the problems of working and doing business in the 21st century and that starts with finding more customers or keeping the customers that you currently have and so the service um the membership really comprises of persons who you know, want to be able to write to the occasion to be seen as you know, quality service professionals.
1: Yeah, and it's funny that you mention when you get an example of good customer service because I'm sure everyone who's joining us on the live can share that experience that you know, sometimes when you're in Dominica and someone is actually uh, service excellent, doing a good job, you're surprised. And we shouldn't be surprised because that should be the expectation.
2: That it, it should it should really be, um it should not, it should be the norm and not the exception.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I see, let's see, let's take a couple of comments and then we'll move along. So we see uh, Snapper Laura, congrats Simone, I guess for the number in terms of the views. Annette is in Queens, she's in the house. Snapper, good program as usual. Glenda couldn't miss this. Simone, Mr. Gordon Henderson, speaking of service excellence. We just recognized him on customer service, Dominica customer service. He says, is there an annual award ceremony with various categories as an incentive?
2: That's correct. So this, this year was the first, the intended very first um, award ceremony. We were not able to have the actual award ceremony event, which is the awards dinner um, that was uh, scheduled to take place at Kimpinski. However, we did actually have the nominations come through, and we had fifty-something, um, fifty-six persons actually nominated, and um, across twelve categories. And um, these persons, uh, the nominees, came through from members of the public, um, private, and public sector. And so, yes, if you go onto our Facebook page, you'll be able to see more information about that. Um, the link, um, which will take you to the nominations page, where you will be able to see all of the different categories and the criteria as relates to the categories. The intention is that every year, we will, we will you know, this year was the pilot, and it was very well-received, um, covid um particularly dampened that activity because the highlights would have been the awards dinner and people being able to be recognized. But um, 2022, 2023, 2024 (laughs) is ahead. And we're hoping that we can do that in a grand way.
1: Yeah, something to look forward to. And then we have, let's see, Claudia Carlton. That's the best thing that ever happened to Dominica. Customer service training. Wow. What a compliment. What do you think?
2: I am very optimistic. Um, we, we do know that it's an ambitious undertaking. And um, every time we hear someone in the early days, it was rough for the team. Um, and as a motivational speaker, as a coach, as a trainer, I spent a lot of time trying to motivate my team to stay true to the vision because so many people will be like do you think that's gonna work in dominica yeah. <laughs> Dominica people but it is a, a very genuine and um authentic you know ambition and we believe that dominica deserves that Absolutely. and that's what we're here to do
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to get into, uh, Ben has a very good question, but we'll get into that in just a minute, uh, Ben. So keep that question in mind. But also, um, you mentioned courses. Let us talk about some of the courses that you offer. And what is your target audience? Who are these um, courses offered to? What do the participants receive at the end of the courses? And are the certificates that they receive recognized by employers in Dominica?
2: OK, so one of the um, best things that um, happened to us at the towards the end of uh, this last quarter is that we have moved our office um, premises and we have moved into a new and improved um, environment, which now um, features a training suite and um this is something that allows us to be able to provide corporate training support to our clients. And the goal is really to help organizations to develop a culture of service. To be able um, to have quality customer service, you do need to have quality leadership. And so to be able to have support for quality leadership to thrive, um, you need to have a culture mm-hmm. of ser- and so that really begins at the top, filters down throughout the entire organization, goes across all levels um, and speaks to everyone within the organization. And so the service learning, because we have the genuine belief that uh, everybody, everybody on their CV has customer service skills, but there are some specific service worker attitudes that are required for working in the service um, sector. And so that includes an awareness of self, self self-image, confidence, the ability to be of service and to understand the art of service, and to understand that providing quality service means not only meeting the customer's physical need, but customers have intellectual needs and customers also have emotional needs. And so those three bases must be covered. And then you need to add the wow factor. Yes. And so, <laughs> so um these trainings are uh vocational and competency based um trainings that focuses on transferring knowledge and skill sets and transforming attitudes. And these three things combine to make for uh, a workforce that has the competency to be able to um, be supported um, in a culture, a service culture environment.
1: And and I just wanna jump in for a quick minute, um, Natasha, because I think you're doing a wonderful job because many times I, I think that we think that customer service is just greeting someone pleasantly. And that's the end of customer service. But customer service extends to if the person has a problem, how are you solving that problem? And if that problem cannot be solved directly, what are the alternatives? Giving people options, not simply saying, no, it cannot be done. So customer service extends from the minute that person walks in the door to the person living. Is that person living as a happy, satisfied customer? Or is this person living even more frustrated than the, when they walk through the
2: door to, with their problem. Simon, you're hitting a pain point and you may actually be triggering some of your listeners and I hope that will cause them to be very um, kind to me. <laughs> they
1: will be. They're my viewers. <laughs> they're
2: always kind. <laughs> what, what I mean by that is uh, we go back to the belief that everybody believes that they're uh, offering good customer service. But when you ask, what is quality? If I ask you, Simon, Simon, what is quality customer service? And do you provide quality customer service? Mm -hmm. You might speak to, well, yes, I try to make sure that I'm professionally dressed. I use, you know, standard English. I try to ensure that I do all of the things that a host would do. I'm pleasant. I, I make sure that I have the information. So you, we're speaking about the training. You've put up the training. So you speak about what you are doing, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to deciding who gets to decide whether you're providing a quality service. Exactly. The customer, <laughs> the person receiving. on <laughs> the that, That's it. It's the customer. So despite all of the service uh, standards that you may ha- actually have in place, your customer service flashpoints or customer service, you know, um, the, the concept of quality customer service ultimately lies with the customer. And so if I walk away thinking that, you know what, I didn't have a good experience with Simone. Well, you know what, Simone? You didn't deliver quality customer service because ultimately it's the customer who gets And it.
1: guess what? And guess what? The ripple effects to that because guess what? The next time... I invite someone on this program and they say, oh, Natasha, I saw you on Push Fast the other day. You know, Simone invited me. What are you going to say? Ah, no, you don't want
2: to go. Are you sure? Be prepared. You know, and that word of mouth referral is by far the most effective. And that is why, Simon, Simone, if you are an executive listening right now, you know, no matter how great your advertising is, how effective your marketing strategies and your campaign and the promotions that you do, your graphics are and you have a situation where the customer comes in and they're disappointed or Natasha has a bad attitude that day because i don 't know hubby didn 't buy her roses on valentine 's Day, but mm-hmm. guess what your marketing campaign, your promotional strategy just got destroyed mm-hmm. serves, no, serves you no purpose. So word of mouth is by far the most effective and the least ex- least expensive strategies that companies can use. Yeah. And
1: I think it's also important. And let me know if any of your training co- covers this as well. But customer service, not only as it relates face to face, but customer service on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for me, it simply begins with how do we address people? Because I've been in Dominica, gone into shops, gone into certain places and been called sweetheart and have my mom called mommy. And you're standing there and you're thinking, wow, no, this is so inappropriate. So just simply knowing how to address a customer. So we're taking it all the way back to basics, Natasha, as you, you, know, you start this very important journey of improving customer service in Dominica. So your thoughts on that? So customer service via the phone, the computer, and just how we address people in general.
2: So correct. So 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 correct that um, you know, voice to voice, computer to computer, business to business, you know, customer service um happens in so many different mediums. Um, especially in today's day and age, you know, companies are investing, you know, millions of dollars in trying to ensure that um their systems are responsive to the needs of customers. And as a developing island, we can sometimes experience challenges because we don't always, let's face it, Simone, we don't always have the resources that perhaps you may have in the US or in the UK, in Europe. Um, And so our people need to be prepared with that mindset of really trying to meet the customer at their level of intellectual, emotional, and physical needs and expectations. And to, to be able to do that, we need to be able to do it across all of the devices and all of the tools that, you know, so it's being res- as simple as, you know, having a phone conversation and a request is made. And just before you transfer that call, to, 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 to say to, to, to let that caller know that, yep, roger that, I've received that, and I'm going to connect you now as opposed to just connecting the person and they're waiting to, you know, wondering how, did you hear the request? Are they being transferred? Like what's happening next? You know, just these simple things actually make a difference to person's customer experiences.
1: Yeah. And I know you're probably not at liberty to tell us about who your clients are, but can you just tell us some of the industries? And I have to tell you, um, you know, I mentioned to Sam Raphael at Jungle Bay that you were going to be on the program and he said, you know, kudos to you guys. You're doing a fantastic job. So a very important uh, review there for you. So tell us some of the private and public institutions uh, who are currently your clients.
2: OK, so now that you've mentioned Sam publicly like, and he's given such a great uh, testimony, really? I we actually did a training program with um, Jungle Bay. And it was so refreshing to have an executive pull his entire, like 90% of the staff was pulled into this training. You had um, front um, line uh, service professionals. You had senior management. You had human resources. You had people in the technical department. You had persons in the custodial department, engineering, chef, cook. Bottle washer, everyone was pulled into this training, one day training um, from eight to one o'clock. And Sam sat in, interacted with the team. And this speaks to quality leadership. And to be able to have a quality customer service culture, you need to have quality leadership. And so I'm very thankful to Sam for... Allowing us the opportunity to come in and to provide that sort of transformational learning and um, experiential learning, and we have some other clients that we have provided support for to, you know, train frontline employees, and um, we continue to do that. Um, Jolly's Pharmacy um, has been one of our you know, partners supporting the Institute, the National Development Foundation of Dominica. Um, we have recently um, made some new clients that I, I don't want to give out all our. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But um, we have That's some true. exciting clients that have connected with us. And I think executives are starting to realize that um, service learning has to be ongoing. And the reason for that is that you're dealing with people And people have feelings and uh, people need to be uh, trained and supported into embracing who they are and embracing their feelings and recognizing that those feelings can either hinder them or propel them. And so you can't just train for customer service in 2020 and believe that that training will carry you through for the next decade because guess what? People change, people come, people go. Um, needs of customers change, the market conditions change, the environment change. So it has to be an ongoing, evolving, consistent and continuous, um, you know, process. And so for those persons who, those supermarkets, um, those banks, those clients that have you know called us in to do training, Dexia um, actually called us in, we did a customer service day, and they were blown away because they expect the mundane. And I say to people that this is my life's work. I mm-hmm. am into the business of saving the world from boring trainings. When you call <laughs> to talk about customer service, yes. we you we give we actually give a money back guarantee so we tell you if someone doesn't cry if someone doesn't laugh if someone doesn't have an aha moment if someone doesn't have a blinding flash of the obvious which is information they already knew but seeing in a new perspective we will give you your money back. And yeah, so-, so so now,
1: so now you have me, you have me, and the audience, like on the seat of our chair, wondering what is in this training. So can you like, just get, give us a little insight into what exactly are you doing in these trainings?
2: We do everything from utilizing video content. Um, we do experiential role play is very effective in yes. our jurisdiction and that allows for all of the different learning styles to be catered to. So whether you have an executive or someone who may not have necessarily gone through academia, um, they are both able to come to the table and to provide feedback in terms of how together we can vision and put out an ambitious, you know, service culture plan to meet our um, customers' need. Um, We do a lot of... um, finding ourselves you know, sometimes people have hindrances and barriers as to what would make them uh, open to being of service. So whether it is, you know, you had problems with, you know, how you were raised or how you were disciplined as a child, or how you handle conflict. Are you a shark? Are you a bear? Are you a fox? Are you a turtle? You run away when there's conflict. All of these things, will influence how you connect and relate to customers. And um, so it is that knowledge that we are bringing um, out to people. And for um, the middle management and supervisory level um, staff, they are so pivotal in supporting frontline workers because sometimes you have a situation where you actually have a service worker who um, wants to provide that support But there are these rules, you know, these rules that they have to abide by. I call them stupid rules, you know. And these rules sometimes are safe for employees because they get to hide behind, you know, a reason why they don't have to go beyond just the ordinary, but at the same time, they can also hinder those pockets of excellence within your organization where you have a Simone or a Natasha that wants to provide that exceptional service, but the policy um, isn't there offering protection or safety if something happens and Natasha have to make a split decision or take initiative to meet the customer at the level of their need. And so it's really trying to help, that layer of the organization you know provide the structure for supporting quality customer service because it really goes beyond you know what we may currently have in place at our organization and we don't want to have a situation where we come in and we do training and then we leave And then we leave a frustrated person because Natasha has said, yes, you can do it. You do it. Yes. Go, go, go. Customers, customers, customers. And then you get back to your place of work and it's like, well, in this Mm -hmm. organization, we do it like this.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And you know, I want to go back to a question Ben John Rose raised, because I think if we're looking at customer service, we have to look at what creates poor customer service. So, for example, you mentioned leadership, you mentioned culture, you may have folks. And, and, you know, I think we have to see people as human, right? So we may be having a bad experience with someone, but what we don't realize is that this person is not being fulfilled in the job. They may have been passed over for a yeah. promotion. They may be frustrated. They may see this job as a dead-end job. So I like how Ben John Rose put it, the way employers treat workers, has a significant impact on customer service. No excuse, but I just put it out there absolutely Ben So let's speak about that, um, Natasha, because I think it is an important factor in employees being willing to provide good customer service. How are they being treated as, uh, as, as employees um, You know, in, in the workforce? And I see we have lots of comments coming in, so please keep the comments coming. I'm going to scroll down in just a minute.
2: So, um, you know, thank you, Ben, for for that, for that, um, very, uh, I would say thought provoking (laughs) conversation, starting question. Um, all customers, internal and external customers deserve that honor of, you know, being supported. And just like our external customers, internal customers or colleagues, they have expectations. They have intellectual and emotional needs and expectations. and I really you know believe that the way to this culture or this transformation or service revolution is to really empower our leaders, particularly business managers, floor supervisors, sales supervisors, to really um, develop that skill set of being able to communicate the big picture view and to be able to understand the employee mindset. Because sometimes, you know, I, conflict is inevitable in our organizations. And oftentimes, it is not always what is being said, but how it is being said. And service with respect is a big, one of the big campaigns that we we have um, been thinking that we really wanted to put out there because respect is so important, you know, It's very possible, Simone, that we can have a difference of opinion, difference of views, but still work together and still uphold the tenets of a great relationship, which is to communicate, which is to be able to express our needs and to do so in a way that doesn't sort of, uh, you know, leave a person feeling that they have been, you know, robbed. So it's very important that persons... um, get that feeling that they can be supported in their place of work, Um, but they must also be open to the understanding that organizations, particularly in the 21st century, have needs that um, are very unique to the times that we're living in, and you, we need persons who can work in a situation or environment where they may not always be the resources that we have or we need right now, but we are Reaching towards a goal. And I think a lot of persons sometimes come to the world of work without that mindset that, you know, we also are a part of, you know, maybe they've not been made to feel that they are part of the process, but they are part of the culture. The organization is not the beautiful building, it's the people within, the attitudes within, the capacities within that really make the organization. So, yes, management, yes, owners. Yes, leaders play a very pivotal role in empowering, you know, that, that culture of service. You are listening yeah. to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy Home Away From Home. Been
1: listening to an interview with Mrs. Natasha Labad from the Dominica Institute of Customer Service, and I think we can all agree that Natasha and her staff are doing a great job with regards to trying to improve customer service. Because I'm telling you, if you're from Dominica, we've all had our experiences with customer service or the lack thereof. In Dominica, you know, one particular incident comes to mind for me, and that is when I went home. Uh, Unfortunately, I haven't been home in almost nine years, so (laughs) I'm I'm certainly not happy about that. But the last time we went home, uh, Sophia, our daughter, was only two years old. And even from the airport, the customs officer looked at me. Well, he barely looked at me. He asked for my passport. I handed it to him. And he said, that is your child? And I'm thinking to myself, wow, can we do any better? He was asking me if Sophia was my child. So instead of saying, is this your child? He said, that is your child, right? So again, we have a long way to go with regards to improving customer service in Dominica. So I think that Mrs. Labad and her staff have taken on a truly important quest and as she calls it an an ambitious goal to improve customer service in Dominica and it is so unfortunate that she has received backlash for even attempting to improve customer service in Dominica because quite frankly many business owners in Dominica don't see it as a problem but if the customers are saying that it is a problem then it is a problem because again The customer is always right. So I hope you found some value in this information. And as we move along, of course, I want to share a tip of the day with you today. And as we look ahead to 2022, I can't believe the year is already over. Can you believe the year is already over? We want to ensure that we are already making plans for 2022. So I thought I would go ahead and look up some uh, best New Year's resolution ideas that we can all share. Because while I, in particular, do not necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions, I know that many of us. I like to start an important goal, an important life goal at the beginning of the, of the year, whether it's to be more active, to lose weight, to get our finances in order, to get, um, back into, um, college. Uh, start a new skill. I know the beginning of the year is a very important time for many of us. So I personally, I believe in starting a goal whenever the spirit moves me. (laughs) Just in case you're curious about how I set my own personal goal. So I don't necessarily wait until the beginning of the year, but since I know many of us do, I thought I would share this information with you. It's from a website called True Classic, and it is true uh, classic tees.com so t-r-u-e-c-l-a-s-s-i-c true classic and then t-e-e-s.com and of course, I will be sure to post the link to my website so you can have easy access to it. But let's let's take it away. So the name of the article is 12 of the Best New Year's Resolution Ideas and How to Achieve Them. So just in case you're wondering, well, what should I potentially be working on next week that will uh, positively impact my life? I thought I would bring you this bit of information. So for example, it says try a new article. activity every month if you're interested in just exploring some ideas of something that may just catch your attention, you're looking for new adventures, you're looking for new interests, then try a new activity every month. Number two, equip yourself for better budgeting skills and of course under each one of these um, resolutions there is additional information that you can take a look on. Number three, educate yourself on new and interesting topics. So again, If you're looking for a new interest, you're looking for a new hobby, you're looking for a new way to spend your extra time rather than just maybe watching TV or spending a whole lot of time idling on social media that one would be for you. Number four cut down on screen time. That might be a little bit of a challenge given that we now live in a COVID-19 world where all of our communication most of our jobs have gone virtually so that might be a little bit of a challenge. I think what might be a better idea would be to cut down the time. So for example for me I shut down all the screens in my house by 9 p.m. so that I am not bombarded by messages coming in on Facebook or WhatsApp or any sort of communication. Number five, limit your alcohol intake. So I think that you will find these very helpful. So it goes all the way to number 12 with regards to the 12 of the best news, resolution ideas, and how to achieve them. So again, I don't want you to be discouraged if you were not able to achieve many of the goals that you set in 2021, because it is a a, a trying process. It can be difficult to make a significant change. So it is one of those things where you just have to keep trying. And for example, for me with our push past 10, that is where the idea came from that I kept failing initially when I wanted to be a runner, but I always told myself that failure would not be the end of my story. So once you grasp that idea and you say, no matter what, happens, failure is not going to be the end of my story, then it gives you permission to keep trying. And I always tell my clients that success is not uh, ultimately achieving the goal. Success in my world is failing less often. So for example, when I would try to eat healthier, you know, I would have two, three weeks of great success. And then week four, would I would completely bum. But what I started doing is I started counting that I was failing less often. So where I went from having three, four, five bad weeks, now I was having only two or three bad weeks. So that is a nice way to think about it because sometimes we set this hard and fast rules that we simply cannot live up to. So if you don't remember anything from today's presentation, remember that success is simply failing less so again i hope you found this information helpful and uh, it's been wonderful being here with you for another episode of untapped potential with dr simone right here on tdn radio and of course you know we always have a featured video for you on push past 10 and since we started with calypso i figured we would go ahead and add even more calypso to your life (laughs) because who could have too much calypso right i certainly couldn't so we'll go ahead and post the showdown mass camp Uh, Facebook live video. So they've already started their Calypso 10s. They've already started promoting Calypso for 2022 and I thought that was a brilliant idea, especially since so many of us could use a little uplifting of our spirits. So the shoot on congratulations to Daryl Bob and his crew, uh, King Dice, who we played earlier, for taking the initiative and starting... uh, uh, calypso tent earlier this year and speaking of which don't forget if you're on facebook you can also jump on my customer service dominica customer service page because i uh, kind of back to our interview earlier i did start a customer service page for dominica because i think it is important i think it is important to promote those who are doing a great job as well as uh, you know pointing out those who need uh, um, Improvements. So again, that is Dominica Customer Service on Facebook. If you're interested, and it's been going very nicely. I began about maybe two weeks ago, and it already has over 200 followers. So that kind of tells us that we see value in a web page, a Facebook page such as this. So again, thank you for being here. It's been wonderful being in your company for another episode of Untapped Potential. We are here each and every Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern time, 6.30 Caribbean time as we get energized and powered up together for the week and we stop by to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have all set for ourselves. So again, The pleasure has been mine to be here with you. And don't forget, your life story is your strength. Tap into your potential each and every day. Remember to stay strong, stay active, stay engaged. And until we meet again next week, same time, same place, I wish you a wonderful week.